Hi, what's up? You're listening to The Design Exchange with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters-Elliott. Hey, everybody. Today, we're joined in the studio with some special guests, some of our friends. Um, I'll introduce you guys. We have Doug Myers with Fiber, Fiber Seal of Central Ohio, and we also have the president of the company, Mr. William Weiss. Um, so, Fiber Seal is basically, I'm going to lead this off because I don't know that much about it. I know that it protects your cushions. So it's an after treatment, right? Like an aftermarket treatment for any kind of fabric, right? Indoor, outdoor. You guys have been specializing a lot in outdoor fabrics. So and he's nodding his head. I know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> speak, Bill, speak. <laughs> yes, fiber yeah. seal is a protective treatment. Yes. Some people might have Think of Scotch Guard or That's Teflon. what I wrote. I wrote down Scotch Guard because right. everybody always says, "Oh, is this Scotch Guarded? Is this Scotch Guarded?" But those those are very old fashioned treatments. They literally yeah. were around in the '60s, yeah, yeah, and yeah. '70s. So, Fiber Seal is a newer form of protective treatment. Um, it is more long lasting. It's more durable. Um, doesn't wear away with water. And so, again, the yeah, the general premise is that you're protecting your fabrics. So under I was always, it goes back and forth in our industry. Mm -hmm. We've been trained that textiles come out of the mills pre-treated. Is that still true? Because I heard sometimes they don't come treated, sometimes they do come treated. I think I asked you this question in the past, Doug. Did you, in the past, they used to, all fabric used to be treated. And then they stopped doing treatment and it was more... Now they apply the treatment. You apply the treatment on your own or if you want to. The companies sell the treatment yeah. as an upcharge. What do you, what are your... Well, tre treatments... Number one, never were 100% treated. Okay. Um, probably at best it was 50-50. Really? Um, there were a couple of companies up in New York and Chicago that would do it after the fabric was manufactured. Then they would run it through a... Like a solution? Uh, yes. Okay. And, and went through like a heated oven, and that's how you could put a protective treatment on, you know, okay. after the fabric was manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, if you go to any of the other big box stores, they're selling um, some sort of fabric protector, mm -hmm. Guardsman, mm -hmm. which is owned by Sherwin-Williams. Mm -hmm. There's a couple other ones. I never found them. I always I, think it's a farce. Yeah. Well, but I'd rather work with a local company, knowing you guys are here <laughs> in central Ohio. Yeah, that you um, And that you go, in, you go into people's homes you and you actually treat the stuff. Yeah, you don't know it's there. being done. That's why I'm like, yeah, I don't, how do you know that it's there? You know, right. oh, here's your piece of paper. Saying it's done, but and some of the big box stores they'll charge you. Box, yeah, yeah, they'll right. charge you up to three, four hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. For that, when you guys, right. yeah. you so guys come you, out and do it. If you had someone locally, and, and you, you know. don't always know that it's been done. In fact, I've tested fabrics that it supposedly were treated. Yeah. And it's the stuff really? seeps right in. So whether that was a mistake in the warehouse oh. or a work order problem or whatever, so. It very well been, you could have gotten charged by Kittles or Macy's or Front Room Furniture or somebody like that yeah, yeah. and never actually gotten the protective treatment put on the fabric. So oh. you are correct in your assumption that if you hire us to do it, You're gonna it see definitely you guys gets actually done doing because it. it either gets done. And you have somebody to call. I can call you and complain when there's a stain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or Doug. I'll just text him. But, but I, I did want to address one point to yeah. go back yeah, to whether, how fabrics are treated. It's an interesting thing, being that you're both interior designers. Mm -hmm. um, what we have seen over the years is that the more expensive the fabric, the less likely it is to be treated. That is true. So mm -hmm. if you're buying a something from, let's say, Ethan Allen or, again, Front Room Furniture, 
there's a good chance that th those tr fabrics may have something on them. Right. If you're buying a $10,000 wool sofa or a more expensive linen, those ones are the less likely, and that's the exactly. market that FiberSeal yeah. is interested in. Yeah. And that's what me and Doug were talking about, because so we have a Varellin sofa that came from Bungalow. Oh, home, yeah, yeah. And a client yelled at me because it wasn't treated. I'm oh. like, well, you didn't ask for it to be treated, and we right. don't treat linen unless you specifically ask mm -hmm. for it. So mm -hmm. now we're going to work on an after. Mm -hmm. Are there any fabrics that you really don't need to treat? Well, I mean... More, you know, back in the day, it would work Another? on, you know, just about anything we would treat. But, you know, now the two biggest would probably be Krypton and Sombrella. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, Sombrella, they're not totally opposed to fiber seal, you know, as far as their corporate, uh, you know. Um, we have certainly treated things like that. Krypton is more, they don't want you to do anything to their fabrics. So. Do you know why that is? So <laughs> I've had a lot of training with Krypton. And you can, if you wipe Krypton, if you wipe it too hard, you're wiping the treatment right off. That's why they don't want you to do too much to it. Okay. You're aware of that? I've not heard that. Yeah, it's like what you just said about the old-fashioned way of putting the textile through the heaters. That's kind of what Krypton is. It's a treatment. And when you have the fibers, the fibers woven yeah. together, the Krypton only goes on top. Really? It doesn't get through all to to all so of the fibers. So fiber seals sink in to yes. the core? Absolutely, the, yeah. I mean, as much as it possibly can, but yeah, definitely more than a surfacey application. Hmm. Um, and from a, another technical standpoint, just from what I've seen here in our own market at our annual meetings, you know, for our home company in Dallas, that um, Sombrella doesn't tend to do as well with greasy and oily things okay. as it does water-based stains. Mm. Yeah. You gotta remember, Sombrella was originally designed and manufactured for pool decks, pool areas. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, you think the name, Sunbrella. I mean, right. it was that's it was meant to be an outdoor fabric near a pool or some other, you know, so it repels liquids very well, but not so much on the greasy and oily side. Interesting. Mm -hmm. What got you started in the... Um, Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Like, oh, what got you started in the how textile treatment business? Is that even the is that the industry? That's not the Dog, one what's I the would industry? What, graduate how would you from call college it? going, I want to be in the uh, <laughs> treatment business. Yeah. Well, so that, that actually is a pr pretty good question. And, and, um, <laughs> so I was actually going to school at Ohio State at the time. I huh? was a junior in, in business. Mm -hmm. And my sister used to write for Interior Design Magazine, oh, cool. oh, wow. as well as do all the interior design stories for Columbus Monthly wow. and other periodicals. So she was a very gifted writer, name? And especially in the interior design. What's her last name, Weiss? Mulgrew, Susan Mulgrew. Mm. Mm. Her little credit there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm the younger one, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so she actually went to a trade show you know, and found out about, at the time, Fiber Seal International was selling their licenses for these, you know, for this service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she came back and, you know, said, hey, I think I saw a really good idea for a business. You know, would you be interested in at least helping me get it started? Yeah. And if you still, still think you're going to go work for the Huntington Bank or Nationwide, then that's fine. It, you know, then we'll just see how, we, how it goes in two years once you get out of school. Yeah. So, you know, basically after two years, we started doing it. You know, I was, you know, doing it part-time and still going to school, and she was out selling and still writing. And after two years, it already started going pretty well. So, um, you know, we just basically decided at that point to, to make a full go of it. And cool. so, yeah, that was 1980. We started in 1980. So you've been doing this for a while. 
38 years. Wow. I hate wow. to tell you what else happened in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were born, weren't you? <laughs> Baby. You were gifted with my presence. <laughs> None of us would be here if it wasn't for the year 1980. <laughs> now we're all here together. Ahead, <laughs> you ask the next question. <laughs> well, just just one more as go far ahead, as go history goes, and then we. Oh yeah, so, sorry. So then, in basically in 1984, I kind of quickly realized, being the more business side of it, that you know we were farming out a lot of carpet upholstery cleaning work to several other companies in Columbus, and so in 1984, I, I started Fine Fabric Care of Columbus, okay. which is our carpet upholstery cleaning division, that again, kind of does the same. You know, we clean wools and silks and. $40,000 rugs and things like that. Yeah. So basically, we couldn't clean under the fiber seal name for trademark purposes, but basically, that was the, the birth of fiber seal or fine fabric here. Okay. So, as far as that goes, now I know you do drapery cleaning as well. Ooh, you're. So, um, you're when quiet you... over there, Doug. <laughs> we need to hear. We need more. My turn will come. Okay. <laughs> so, as far as the different services that you offer to the local people. What do you have, like, is there anything that goes out of the Columbus market? Like, how far do you go with your services? Well, I own the Central Ohio Territory. Okay. So I own north to, uh, uh, I'm sorry, east to Zanesville, north to Mansfield, west of Springfield and south of Chillicothe. So oh, okay. I own Central Ohio. Okay. There's another gentleman who owns Fiber Seal in Northern Ohio uh -huh. and two women own Fiber Seal Cincinnati. Okay. So there's there's three Fiber Seals uh -huh. in the state of Ohio. Okay. And this is a national company. It is. So They're if right. any of our listeners are listening and they would like to get some information they could probably reach out to us. We can get it to you, and you can get them the local contact for them. So whether they're in Texas or Florida or... Correct, you know, and they, they can go to fiberseal.com. Okay. You guys cover a pretty big territory. Though, see a you? list of licenses. Um, Central. Ohio. There are approximately 72 in the country. Oh. So, and they are mainly in major markets. Okay. Um, it takes an interior design community to support sort of a fiber seal business you need, okay. interior designers and, nice. you know. Okay. Yeah. Yep. As far as um, the overall, um, I'm just going to say, what part of your business does the most type of, like, what are you busier doing? Carpets or upholstery, I think is your question. Well, I mean, right. you know, out of the two, it's about a 50-50 mix of, of, of cleaning and fiber seal work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with the fiber seal and applying the treatment and servicing those accounts, and mm -hmm. then, you know, the resident, you know, the cleaning side, it's literally almost about 50-50. Okay. So the process, and maybe Doug can, you know, we can get you involved in this process, the, the talk. If somebody wants to fiber seal a sofa, so we call, can you walk us through like what happens and like the timeline and how long it takes for it to dry or how do you do that? So when we get a phone call, we always go out to the home ourselves so we can give an accurate estimate of what it's going to cost. Okay. So let's say they have a sofa and a chair and whatever else. Mm -hmm. We also recommend other things besides what you call us for. Okay. For the protection. But normally how it works is we'll go out, give you an estimate. I'll have to call right back to the office. Mm -hmm. schedule it mm -hmm. and normally within a couple of days we're able to 
service that the clients need. So okay. if it has to be cleaned mm -hmm. because it's more than a new piece, mm -hmm. we'll come out and clean those pieces and then the next day come out and fiber seal them. Oh, okay. That's good. And uh, cleaning probably, uh, probably um, dries a little quicker, but an average drying period for fiber seal is probably about four or five hours. Okay. Okay. And then it's taken care of. And then uh, if you're a client, we now have a two-year no charge service and we'll come out and take care of those spots. If you can't get rid of them, we give you a kit, uh, which we demonstrate on how to use. Okay. It's full of more than one kind of spray. Does fiber, so, seal, does fiber seal, sorry to interrupt you, does fiber no. seal have to be done more than once? Do you it lasts. How long does it last? A couple of years. And would you do, depending on the you usage of the family. It, right, it, it depends on the usage, but it will last a minimum of two years because we know yeah. we'll go out and service it that long, even at a very heavily used home. Okay. But now, if you're an older couple that lives in Florida half the year and we've done your formal dining room, you know, chair seats, it could last five years. I mean, it's just, yeah, it yeah. doesn't wear away readily. Okay, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. As far as, um, you know, you say it takes that time to dry, do you, like, tell the customer to, like, stay off, don't touch it? I mean, if it gets touched, does that take away the... Not, no. I mean, okay. you'd have to literally sit on it and roll on it. I mean, if you okay. touched it, or even your dog jumped up on there one time, yeah. Yeah. that wouldn't affect the overall process. But you wouldn't want to spray it and then an hour later have the kids come, mm -hmm. you know, and jump, start jumping on it. But mm -hmm. we do TP the cushions. So once we've sprayed it, we spray all sides, yeah. top, bottom, you know, round the back. Mm -hmm. And so it's pretty obvious that something's been done to that sofa mm -hmm. because of the way the cushions are TP'd. Okay. And, and generally that's enough of a deterrent. Yeah, true, true. So let's talk about the safety of it um, and the fumes and because that's a lot of, you know, a big uh, factor to a lot of people these days um, that we see green guard this and whatever that, and no VOCs. And can you explain to people how safe this product is and, and you know, uh, what your codes are? <laughs> we talked about it's not, codes. We just left a code conversation. It's not <laughs> an unsafe product. No. I mean, what well, you, I mean, I what guess. What would you equate it to? Well, for, first off the bat, I mean, again, I've been doing this for 38 years. Yeah. And in 38 years, I've never had anybody complain about any kind of a rash or allergy or problem with a pet related to us fiber sealing in their house. It's an odorless um, product, it's, it's colorless. I mean, it's a very, in relative yeah. terms, I think, safe chemical compared to most things that would be, you know, under your kitchen sink or, you know, you use in your bathroom, things like that. So, um, so it's safe. It's a safe. It's, it's, I mean, it's just to probably, and I was, I was saying to Melinda earlier that um, we have seven licenses in California, a couple in New York, and a couple in New Jersey, and those wow. are the three toughest states, you know, when it comes yeah. to OSHA laws, EPA, and we're checked out in every state in the, in the country from yeah. that safety standpoint. Okay. okay, that's good to know. So let's talk to Doug a minute. Hey. How'd you get uh, into this? I was an interior designer for 30 years. Okay. And, um, you worked at Darren's, didn't you? I did work at Darren's. With our friend Cher. Oh, Back in the day, I did work. Wow. Cher was, you know. That? Yeah, I forgot. Cher was, uh, she, was help, she would help us out with our projects. She was a, a newer girl at that point, and, uh, and she's come a long way. So she has. I do know her. She's a published <laughs> author. <laughs> so after 30 years of this, um, I thought it was a nice, uh, nice change. I had the opportunity. Bill reached out to a friend of mine who yeah. uh, suggested I make contact to him about the job. A friend of yours I met with? 
my friend that I met with. That you were at the party with? Yes, yes. Who was at the ASID party? Yeah. 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 That's the friend. So... So uh, it, it's worked out well. I was contacted by Bill to help develop a designer program or continue to build upon the designer program that he already had. He's done a very good job of it, I can tell you That's that. Right. I was being stalked all summer. Me I think. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they came to me. Cher sent me a message and Cher goes, Determination. You don't want to see me, you want to see Danny Russo? <laughs> goes, well, she goes, what am I, Danny Russo's booking agent? <laughs> Determination. <laughs> yeah. We even came to London, Ohio. I know. They were. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was like running around like a chicken with my head cut off, which is normal. Like but anyway. <laughs> well, we're, we're finding out that um, people are not aware of what Fibroso actually does. Or right? they know just limited availability of what we have. Yeah. And we're really far more than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. our... Uh, my job is to contact, because the designer community, it's a huge um, amount of our business. Yeah. They sell high-end furniture that needs treated. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so that's a, a great outlet for, for us. And so and it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a huge part of our business. So we, um, uh, that's what my job has been to contact them mm-hmm. to make them aware of not only what we do, is mm-hmm. like fiber sealing furniture when it's new, but we also clean furniture, and then fiber seal it. We do wall-to-wall carpeting. Mm -hmm. We do area rugs. Um, We... uh, You want to talk about into the new new service? We're going to get there in just a second. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. We we have found out that is... (laughs) Uh, there are there are com- companies in Columbus that do not want to clean draperies any longer. Oh, it's right. a it's a big process for them. For, so mm-hmm. we are able to come out with a very high powered vacuum because the biggest deterrent in draperies is getting du- they're just collecting dust. Yeah, right. So if we're able to get that out for you mm-hmm. and then take care and and, see, and clean your draperies at, on site, not only is it much more convenient for everybody involved, but I think we can save you some money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you just talk, I don't know shit about draperies. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. It's not the I've product had, I use. I've referred, I've referred several customers to you. You, you don't know that, but well, we no, we did one of them. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, we did one. Uh, yeah, lady in Arlington, I believe we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yep. you do a lot of customers. I do. That's so my specialty. Pre-treat with them when you hang your draperies. If, wouldn't you? If, would you want? Wouldn't you want them to come out and pre? Yeah. If, if you, if you thought there were pets in the home, yeah. I just saw a house in Bexley mm-hmm. that had. Unbelievably beautiful 15 foot silk gold draperies that their dog has now been a new puppy has been piddling on the bottoms of all these. And this is literally, I would say, over a hundred thousand dollars worth of draperies. And now she's wanting us to try to fix it after the fact. It it may be difficult, but so if you did have some very nice draperies, Mm -hmm. if you thought they were kids or pets, yeah, then you could, yes, absolutely Mm -hmm. treat draperies, yeah. Or and just we, cut we, off the bottoms. Or cut off the bottoms. <laughs> Bill's just sometimes. Get rid of the dog. The no. <laughs> but we also do like headboards. I mean, that's something oh, that people right. don't aren't aware. You know, you're right. a lot of custom headboards out there right. these days um, that are three, five, eight thousand dollar mm-hmm, headboards. Mm-hmm. And They're, so you know, yeah. we treat those as well. That's a good point because people will re- lean up against them and read, and they have oils in your hair or head and. That can get on a white or a linen or something like that. So that's or a very good point. Or you know, we'll do that. Coverlets, yeah. We'll do bedding as well yeah. I was, to protect it. I was reading your uh, brochure oh, here. Bedding. Go back on that topic because that's been an issue. I've had, a client, I've had a lot of clients asking me, they want washable bedding. And I'm like, no, the product 
when you mm -hmm. when you're doing a coverlet, you want to have a higher end polyester. Yeah. And I recommend dry cleaning them once or twice a year. So is that something you would fiber seal? Absolutely. After the after they've been cleaned. Okay. That's science yeah. for you on that. Mm -hmm. I, Great. Mm -hmm. we're is there here. any shrinkage? Nope, not nope. Fine, no, it's, there's no water in the product, so okay. there's no shrinkage. So my client was really concerned about getting lotions on um, mm -hmm. their bedspread. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, so I, would that, that would, does it prevent it, repel it? Like, how does it, that? It would only, it's not going to prevent a lotion from rubbing on there like it would a liquid spill from bouncing off. Okay. Um, but anything that we put it on is going to make it easier either for us to get out or then the future dry cleaning, it, the fabric would have been protected. Okay. Perfect. So you can put this on silk. Absolutely. I mean, We've been treating silk again for 38 years. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. That's good to know. With I no mean, color change, yeah. no change of hand. That's good. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's a big thing designers ask us. Is mm -hmm. this going to change the texture right. or the hand of my fabrics? Right. And obviously, all these years, we wouldn't be in business if everything we treated got stiffer, sticky. Mm -hmm. Right. It's really good. I mean, I'm reading in your brochure here about how you protecting your your investment. You know. Sorry. <laughs> Danny's having out, a side I put out conversation. No, I put out silk bedding, and I wanted to know, like, this is the new bedding that I, I'm okay. coming out with. Yeah. But is that something I would send? Would I send that to you before I put it in the client's home? What well, no. you mean? Either or. You mean as as um, like rolled fabric, <laughs> uncut rolled fabric? Huh? You're just saying uncut rolled fabric? Well, no. If I had that made into yeah. a coverlet or a yes. bedspread, and before I would ship it out, it'd be great to have it sealed. Well, yeah, we yeah. could do it either here at your warehouse or okay. in a client's home. Okay. Yeah. Cool. One great. of the one of the the, for the problems with this, this kind of stuff is that uh, it really takes knowledge to know how to treat it. Yes. And so uh, we're. The benefit we have is Bill's 38 years of service because if you don't treat these things right, you can ruin the fabric and it can be disastrous. So oh, yeah. education right. is really important. Mm -hmm. And every silk requires, or every fabric might require some kind of different application. Right. So you just gotta be knowledgeable and careful what you're doing. Okay. That's good to know. I also see you do tile and grout cleaning. Tell me about that because that is a big deal. Like. The, do you get on t on the floor with toothbrushes? Pretty close. <laughs> we, we, we have what would look like a, bro a broom handle with yeah. a brush on the end of it. Okay. We scrub every grout line oh, going both wow. ways. And then we have a very powerful piece of equipment that is hooked up to our truck-mounted carpet cleaning system. It's a hood with three high-powered jets underneath it. So yeah. once we scrub the, the, the grout lines, this then comes through and cleans the tile surface and, and all the, you know, that wow. comes out of the grout. Then will you do a sealant on the on the? Grout? We don't particularly do that because I have not found that to be as effective as it is on fabrics and carpetings. Right. And people can certainly do it themselves, but mm -hmm. we particularly don't seal grout now. Okay. I, I've done 500 square feet of tile grout. On cleaning. your own? Do you do on it? your knees? Wait, yeah. so with the truck you were talking Several about. Several times. Does that have to be done? Is that only viable in a home situation or can it be done in a condo situation? Because you know we have tons of condos going up. No, we, we, we can do, we, do we, we have some portable, portable. equipment. Okay. And just to be honest, it, it is not as powerful and you may not get quite as good a result. But what we find sense. is tile and grout that you find 28 stories up 
is not going to be as bad as what you might find mm -hmm. on a ground level or right, right. so. Right. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful to know because I do get asked. I do have a past client who used to paint her grout lines with latex paint. I thought about paint. doing that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of that. I was recalking uh -huh. my shower. Yes. I remember that. And said, Fred's like, you got it everywhere. And I was like, I was testing it out. <laughs> Instead of cleaning the grout, I was like, maybe it would just like rub in. Didn't look the same the next morning. <laughs> that worked out well for you. What well, the one the lines? I don't know. I'm the, <laughs> I think trying. I'm. I try to think I'm very handy. You think you're domesticated? Yeah. You're no. I had to call her a couple weeks ago to ask her how to make. I go. Okay, this is going to sound really weird, Melinda. I go, but um, how do you make hot water? <laughs> and she's like, Are you kidding? I'm well, like, what? Actually, no, I'm not. I really don't. No. You were really sick. Yeah, I didn't feel really, well. You were really, really sick, yeah. But I was like, you put the cup in the microwave. When I've done that before, the cups have broken. And I didn't, I didn't even think I did have a tea kettle. I have a tea kettle. <laughs> well, the, the last service that I think your listeners might want to hear about, and yeah. we haven't talked about it, so I think we've talked about everything else, but we have an outdoor cushion cleaning program. Oh. You're keeping us on track. We're we, saving that as the grand finale. Oh, that was the grand finale. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking too, so I didn't Yeah, go ahead. That. Keep but going. Keep going. No, it's, right. it's, it's, it's something that we've been doing now for about four years. I wish I could tell you I thought of this, but it was actually our license in Cleveland who came up with the idea. But, you know, we also do it in Cle Columbus or Cincinnati and, and Columbus as well. But um, one of the things we find people tell us about um, outdoor cushions is they just get moldy, they get mold and mildew, they get yeah. tree and I am your they, test client. I sent you 20 cushions, I believe. About. And people, people get to the point where they just, after a couple of years, assume they're no good anymore and, I was about and they get rid of them. That's, and with the, the quality that. of the fabrics now that you see on outdoor patio decks and pools, so we, we, we basically can come to your house pick up your cushions off your pool deck or your patio, um, bring them back to our shop. We clean them, add the protective treatment, bag them up, store them for the winter, and then bring them right back out to your patio or pool deck the next spring. Wow. So it's, a, it's, it's not an inexpensive service, but people tend to find value in it in that they never have to touch dirty, wet cushions. Right. We do all the work, and mm -hmm. they come right back to your house, mm -hmm. clean and fresh the next spring. Mm, that's good to know. Do you ever replace the foam inside? No, we don't do that. We generally recommend Fortner's or uh -huh. Mary B's or mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. of the upholsters in town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I know sometimes that can break down or it can. Storing the cushions is a big thing. Oh, like yeah, that's a great thing. Yeah, the storage is a big You don't have to worry thing. about putting mm -hmm. them in your garage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. if you do put them in your garage or your attic, they're still, mm -hmm. they can get mold in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to buy those storage bags mm -hmm. and it's a headache. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, they have all my cushions for the balcony. Which, oh, good. Yeah. Good. That's good. I'm going to need back sooner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if yeah. it keeps being 60 degrees during January, you might need them next perfect. week. <laughs> no. We're, Some people are uh, reluctant to let them go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to close our pool this year because I'm like, oh, it's still warm. And it was like November. <laughs> like, okay, fine. I guess we'll We never had pool. that pool party we were talking about. I know. We need to do that and yeah. go camping. I'm excited to get my cushions back from you guys, though, when... Um, April 1st. 
before that. April 1st. Oh, really? So do you tell... Okay. Do you tell everybody, <laughs> okay, we're going to come on this day, this time? No, I told him. Time, I texted or... him one day, and I go, I need these back on this day. Well, and that's like, you. That's too he, soon. There might be somebody... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> somebody less particular? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> less demanding than me? <laughs> no, I mean... I'm normal. I'm completely normal. We find we'll let world. you think you're normal. <laughs> we're going to let you think that. So we find that most people do not want them back before April 1st, but then at, at that point, we start just to call clients and see if and when they want them. And again, some people like yourself who have pools, they really don't want them back until Labor Day or yeah. Memorial Day mm -hmm. type right. thing. Yeah, right, so. exactly. So then you, you schedule the pickup for the fall at that time? Uh, no, we do that in the fall and then okay. in the springs. Customers know, again, call you and say, okay, we're closing and we're closing the pool up. Come get them. Correct. Okay. That's good. To know. I think that's just amazing. Yeah. It's a great I, I, service. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, you know, it makes know. you feel better protecting your investment. Cost? I guess we should ask that. Yeah. It depends you, on the piece of furniture. Well, let's say we have 20 cushions that are going to storage for what, four months and being clean. Well, well I, I could probably, probably make it easier if you have a outdoor sofa that has three bottom cushions, yep. yeah. three top cushions, mm -hmm. and maybe two side pillows. Mm -hmm. um, for all five services, that would be around $150. Okay. That's, That's not totally bad at worth all. it. Yeah, exactly. You're protecting, you're protecting it. For the yeah, you don't have well, to replace it. Yeah. As Daniel was saying, I mean, one of the biggest factors people love is they get them out of their house. Yeah. Right. They're, in my, they're in my building now. Yeah. You know, right. And, so, right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's great. Well, do you want to explain to everybody how to reach you, how to reach Doug? Um, take a few minutes well, and do a, a commercial. Call us. Call us. Call us. <laughs> and we'll put you in touch with them. But Fiber Seal, where'd you put the Fiber Seal? Fiber Seal Central Ohio, there, 1000 Schuster Lane, Columbus, Ohio, 43214. Do you like my radio voice? I do. Their <laughs> phone number is 614 459 3112. And that is Doug Myers, the sales representative. <laughs> and we're also here with the owner of the company. He's the president. Is it Bill or William? Bill. Bill Weiss. I hate formal names. Like, I'm supposed to be, like, if you call me Daniel, I just get nervous. I'm like, <laughs> what'd I do? <laughs> Is yeah. that what your mother used to call you? Daniel? No. I just don't like DJ. Billy. DJ. To tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it another time. But yeah, thank you guys for coming on. It's been yes, great having you thank here. You so, so much. Is there anything we missed we need yeah, to say? Anything you want us to cover? Quick? We were very complete. Okay. Nope. Very, very <laughs> complete. We appreciate your time. And, yeah, uh, it's been fun. Your audience will like this and, <laughs> and, and learn something. Yeah, That's we great. will We'll send this to you. But you guys have listened to a special episode of The Design Exchange hosted by Danny Russo and Melinda Peters-Elliott. You can follow me on Instagram at Danny Russo or DannyRusso.com and Melinda. At Fine Designs Int. Dot com, uh, on Instagram. I'm going to try to make her simplify Whew. this. Shopfdi.com. <laughs> no, the store. no, that's the store. All right. Anyway, you can find it there. That's Talk soon. Love your hair. Hope you win. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>